from Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a new weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. Over the coming weeks, we're hoping to spend a little bit of time talking one-on-one with elected officials, community volunteers, and other folks who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we're hoping to take your questions, too, on Facebook and on Twitter at Tube City Online. And good morning from Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com. For the second week in a row, uh, I feel like uh, we've got a little bit of a ringer here where I'm... uh, Doing a show uh, with people who are friends who I've known for a long time, uh, but it's for a good cause. We are on location this week at the McKeesport Model Railroad Club in Christie Park, 2209 Walnut Street. And actually, as we're taping it, uh, uh, you guys have just wrapped up the first weekend of your holiday open house. That's right. So introduce yourselves, please. Hello, I'm Dean Liberty. I'm president. Hello, I'm George Sharp, a full-time member. What is a, a holiday open house for a model railroad club? What do you guys do down here? Well, we have a about a 2,000-square-foot model railroad, and we've been in this building for almost 30 years. Uh, the original layout was about 25 years old, and it became to the point where it needed some maintenance, and we decided that we were going to rebuild it, and we're about five years in, and the main line configuration's done, and we basically just run trains of all eras for people to see in HO scale. Now, how long does it take you to put this up and take it down every year? Uh, we get that question a lot. I bet you do get that question a lot. Uh, five years into the rebuild, we have about 8,500 man hours into this display. It's not something that you do put up and take down. You put it up and you leave it up for years and then. So let me, uh, before we go any further, uh, give us the hours and days of this train show right now. Okay, well, we'll be here tonight from 7 to 10 and then over the weekend from 1 to 8 on Saturday and 1 to 6 on Sunday and then next weekend we're here till 8 o'clock Sunday because Santa said we should be because he's going to be here with us. Santa Claus will be here. Yeah he'll be here next weekend. That's December 20th and 21st? Right and he'll be here from 5 to 8 both days and then even though that's before Christmas we are open after Christmas also but only on Friday and Saturday the last two weekends but we do open a few hours early on Friday we'll be open at 5. 5 to 10 on Friday, after Christmas, and after New Year's, and then those two Saturdays are also one to eight. If people want information and they have the internet, where should they go? The best place to get information is our club's Facebook page. We're on the club, on the Facebook uh, underneath uh, under the uh, McKeesport Model Railroad Club name. If you type in McKeesport Model Railroad Club, all four words, uh-huh. yeah. And we we almost we're closing in on a thousand likes. Actually, we're in the upper eight hundreds right now, and it was only four hundred and change last Christmas, and we've been on there four years, so. In a year's time, we've doubled our following. That's that's pretty cool. And George, you maintain a lot of the internet stuff, correct? Yes, that's correct. There's uh, also a website too. Yeah, the website is out there. It's under McKeesport uh, um, and uh, McKeesport Model McKeesport yeah Model along with uh, also use it, utilizing the um, uh, dot. Net. Net. Thank you. Um, there, it, it goes to the same website and has um, it has you know, photos and, and schedules and things like the Facebook page does as well. Um, but it has uh, so it's a little different different content to offer to, to our folks. So, so tell us first of all, what is a model railroad versus uh, the train set that this time of year a lot of people have under their Christmas tree? Well, everybody has their own idea of what a model railroad is or should be. 
and there are some great fine examples. There are several clubs in western Pennsylvania. You have the Western Pennsylvania Model Railroad Museum in Gibsonia, which is the full-blown you know, modeling Pittsburgh to Cumberland scene. So it's a miniature of, of what it's supposed to look like from Pittsburgh to Cumberland. More or less, almost exactly, yeah. as much as you can fit into 4,000 square feet. Their display is a little more than twice the size of ours, and it's, it's funded by a lot of uh, free money. Uh, we don't have that luxury here. We, we're basically... You know the old joke there that the tracks are the same, just as wide. Yeah, that's okay. basically... It's a little longer, most... but the tracks are just yeah, as and wide. There, and there are some nice ones. There's uh, the Ohio Valley Lines, which is the Ambridge Club, Ambridge, on, yeah. just off of Route 65. And you have the uh, 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 Monongahela Club, or is it New Eagle? I can't remember. I think it's a New Eagle New Eagle, out of yeah, Washington right, County. That's right, yeah. And that's not all that far from here. And then we even have one that's just a couple miles up the street in Versailles Borough that is the remnants of the old Buena Vista Club that used to be in Buena Vista. Which so a lot of interest in, in railroads around this western Pennsylvania, which should not be too surprising. No, they were a big part of our economy for the first 150 years that this area was settled by the, in America. You know, it was, a, it was a vital part of linking uh, these valleys to the outside world because you have to think in terms of what was available transportation-wise, say, a century and a half ago, and other than horse and cart and, and your own two feet, uh, the railroad was really what advanced, you know, technology and speed and able to deliver, you know, that was where they first got the concept of icing boxcars, putting blocks of ice that they would cut off of the, maybe out of the Great Lakes, and yeah. they would bring them yeah. south, and they they had the ice houses. In fact, the Heinz History Center was an old ice house. That was Pittsburgh's big yeah. ice house, and, and they would put ice in the boxcar, and they would put lettuce and tomatoes and whatever, and California has a, you know, 12-month growing season or whatever, and it enabled them to ship fresh produce to other areas that otherwise would have never had it, and it, it really revolutionized transportation. The rail industry did that, and western Pennsylvania really is the hotbed of that history. It was some of the earliest rail history is in our area. We're at the McKeesport Model Railroad Club, 2209 Walnut Street in Christie Park. It's directly across the street from CP Industries, which is the old U.S. Steel Christie Park Works. To find out more, go on Facebook, McKeesport Model Railroad Club, or you can find them on the Internet at McKeesportModelRR.com. Uh, George, you're one of the newer members. You a little bit less than a year? Yeah, yes, uh, January will be a year for me. How, how long have you been interested in, in railroads, both the real kind and the models of them? Oh, wow, that's, it. that's been since I've been about eight years old, so about 30 years. Okay. Did you, dad, mom, anybody, had, grandpa had a train set? Or? Actually, uh, my dad had a train set, an original um, S, uh, post-war S gauge, is okay. what they call it. Um, and that was kind of the first train I ever had, and it went from there. Um, I received my first HO um, collection, uh, what they called the Powerhouse Collection, um, and it was HO scale. And I got that for Christmas one year, and that just kind of bit me with a bug. I, I guess we should do some, some definitions here, and, and we did this last week when we talked with uh, Bob Messner from the Braddock's Battlefield Museum. Museum, uh, we, we kind of had to explain to people what's going on. So it, 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 the trains come in different scales or gauges. Um, people use it interchangeable, but I guess that isn't really. It's the, the two words are not really interchangeable. No. The gauge is, is how wide the wheels are. Right. The scale is how, what the representation is. Right, how exacting of a copy is it. So, right. the, so the O scale trains, which is the Lionel that a lot of people are familiar with and a lot of people have at home, is one 48th, roughly, right. of the real size. Exactly. 48 times smaller than real life. Okay, so these are HO, which is roughly half O scale. Yeah. And that, but it is actually, what, 187? 187th scale, yes. And model trains can go all the way. Well, model trains, uh, if you want to consider the one at Kennywood, for instance, they can go all the way up to fairly large that you can ride on. Yes, right. But the, about the largest that most people are going to have are the G 
scale. And Gard, those are, they call it Garden, Garden Railroad. Railroad it's, it's G, yeah. And those are about 1 24th of the real size. Roughly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the ones you have are about 1 87. Right. That allows us to fit more into our limited space. You know, if we if we were to model in G scale, we wouldn't have more much more than a simple, small, almost amusement park size display. But by by using a smaller scale, you're able to put more in. And this way, our representation of Western Pennsylvania is much more loose than what you would see in most places. Ours is more geared toward the imagination that the hobby, you know, the creativity that it allows you to have. Whereas all of our towns are fictitious. All of our streets are just fictional names that we've added. Uh, yeah, you'll see some famous buildings here, like Hirschberg's in downtown McKeesport, but it's not located on Fifth Avenue in McKeesport. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We are live this week at, well, we're on location, I guess I should say. We're not actually live at the McKeesport Model Railroad Club, 2209 Walnut Street. Their holiday train show is ongoing right now. You can find out more by going on Facebook to McKeesport Model Railroad Club or by going online to McKeesportModelRR.com. You guys have a telephone number as well, too, right? Right. It's uh, 412-664-LOCO, which works out to 5626. So 664-L-O-C-O, and if they call that, there's a recorded message? Yeah, it'll give you the dates and the times, and we do uh, charge a nominal admission to see the layout. You are allowed in the building for no charge and to view our sales area in the meeting room, but if you want to tour the layout, we ask that you donate $4 if you're 18 or over. And children of school age between 5 and 17 is $2, and then the toddlers we let in for no charge. About how long does it take people to sort of walk around and see that, everything? I've noticed that that depends on the individual. Some people are satisfied after five minutes. They think, think they've seen all they need to see, and then there's others that will linger for upwards of an hour because they want to catch every little possible detail, which is, as you can see, is growing. We're not nowhere near finished with this rebuild. There's pockets of completely finished sceneries, and there's other pockets where the base scenery isn't even finished yet. Also, I've noticed uh, folks with children, depending upon how much the children are into the scenery and how so many times they see that train, I've seen folks stand over on the one end watching the layout for a, a good 15, 20 minutes, um, just, just watching trains with the kids because the kids get excited about that train coming through the tunnel. We are going to take a quick 30-second break, and we'll be back with more. I want to ask you a little bit about the history of the uh, Model Railroad Club here in McKeesport, which goes back... Almost 65 years. He'll be celebrating the 65th anniversary right after the right. first of the year. Yes, and we're talking with George Sharp, Jr. He is a webmaster for the McKeesport Model Railroad Club and Dean Liberty, who is the president. And you are listening to Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. And we're back here on Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com talking with George Sharp and Dean Liberty from the McKeesport Model Railroad Club. Their holiday train show is underway right now, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. For more information, you can call them at 412-664-LOCO, or you can find them online. They're at McKeesportModelRR.com 
or they're on Facebook at McKeesport Model Railroad Club. Uh, Dean, I'm going to put this next question to you because you have been a member of this club for a long time. Exactly how long? Well, all together, uh, about 36 years. And your dad was a member before that. Right. Actually, he joined in the uh, later part of the 1960s when I was just a toddler, and it was located in Little Boston then, and we can get into some of that. Yeah. As I admitted at the beginning of the show, um, I don't know if I had to admit it, uh, I am a member... Uh, of the club and have been for a long time uh, on and off I've been but that's not why I'm doing the show down here I'm doing the show because you asked that's right people wonder how, how do we get on that show well uh, some people already know you just uh, you email tubecitytiger at gmail.com and uh, we get you on the show uh, it's, it's, it's that complicated actually the club started in 1950 right. correct yes. and the history of it you were telling me off the air started a group of model railroaders uh, in the McKeesport area in late 1949, I guess. Right. Apparently, the best we can tell is one of those gentlemen took out some sort of advertisement in the local paper. Probably in the Daily News. And I would imagine it was shortly after Thanksgiving, because back in those days, that was when the young men of the world that everybody almost at one point would put a a train under the Christmas tree. Sure. It was the thing to do in the 1950s. And... Because of that, he took it, whomever it was, we're not sure who took out the ad, but they took advantage of that, and they put an ad in the paper that says they were interested in forming a local club. Now, Pittsburgh had had a club that was founded in 1932, but that's an awful far ways to go to work with model trains, and McKeesport was a very vibrant community at the time. It was its peak population, close to 50,000 people, and within a matter of about four weeks, they had assembled a group of 16 people. Then on a Tuesday evening, they all affixed their signatures to a document. It was notarized the next day, and that was the beginning of the club. And they met in the old YMCA on Sinclair Street? Right. For the first couple of years, they were on the second floor of the YMCA building, and then the opportunity afforded itself for them to be moved into what at one time was the Pennsylvania Railroad Freight Station. So they were in a real in a real train station yeah, on the in second downtown floor. McKeesport. Yeah, they had to provide their own source of heat, but it was... It was a very popular display. It was nationally known at the time. The, uh, the people that knew the hobby, everybody that was in the hobby of model railroading in the late 50s and early 60s knew of the McKeesport Club at the time. And, and at one time, in fact, I believe uh, one of the presidents of the National Model Railroad Association was also the president of the McKeesport Club. That's exactly Club. right. Yes, he was. Uh, we should mention a little bit about the railroad history of um, this McKeesport area. You mentioned that this was sort of a hub of railroad activity, and I guess it still is. The difference being that you only really have two or maybe three railroads coming into McKeesport now, whereas at one yes. time you had a lot of different smaller companies that have since merged. Oh, absolutely. Well, it, at the time that the club was at the Pennsylvania Station in downtown McKeesport... Which was about where the current Pat Bus Station is. Right, the okay. transportation center on okay. uh, the corner of Lau and Huey in downtown. That was where the Penzi Freight Station was at, and they moved in there in the spring of 52, and in the winter of 63, 64, uh, they were told by the railroad, uh, you've got about three or four months. You've to got to, Right, you've got to get out of here because we want to tear the building down to put more tracks in to serve the mill. Okay. That was the purpose in the 60s. Was, this, was the big steel mill, the National mm-hmm. Tube Works. Right, and with, that was the reason that they got evicted from that station which the rent was really cheap and it was it wasn't until they purchased this we purchased this property in 1987 that we were back within the borders of McKeesport proper. So, so the club then moved from the Pennsylvania Railroad Station in downtown McKeesport, moved to Little Boston? Right, but they were actually homeless for about a year and a half okay. at that point. We're talking with Dean Liberty. He's the president of the McKeesport 
Bottle Railroad Club and George Sharp, who is the webmaster. Uh, you can find out more McKeesportmodelRR.com or find them on Facebook. Just type in McKeesport Model Railroad Club. Their holiday train show continuing Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays right now. And Santa Claus will be here December 20th and 21st. Is that right. correct? Yes, from 5 to 8. From 5 to 8, both of those days. And then okay. I should uh, reiterate, uh, after Christmas we are open, but no longer on Sundays. It's just Friday evening and Saturdays 1 to 8. So, so they moved then from McKeesport to, to Boston right. to that, Coulter. And so one time this club after the move from Coulter then, I guess, moved right. to the second second floor of the Dravosburg School. That's right. And I'll put this question to George since since you've been fairly quiet here. What's, <laughs> what, what's the attraction to spending these thousands of hours of, of doing work? I'm like a, a Maynard G. Krebs at work. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> a lot of work. It's <laughs> a lot of work. Um, well, when it comes to model railroading, everybody has. There's just so many different things that can be done with model railroading. You've got woodworking. You've got scenery. You've got you know uh, doing you know, working with plaster and whatever material that you decide to work with. Um, there's it, it allows for so many different capacities as as far as the, the work that is concerned, and it's relaxing to a lot of people. Like for myself, it's relaxing to 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 do scenery and to work on and, and an engine or just sit and watch a train go around. Uh, around the layout and so forth. So uh, a lot of fun, people find that work very rewarding. And then you have people that look at that, like we have folks coming in looking at this lad, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard, wow, this looks great. And I'm, I'm standing at the standpoint going, wow, half this is not done yet. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, it, yeah. it just, it's, it's funny and, and, and how impressed you know, some of the, the younger folks are and how excited they get. And I'm thinking, wow, wait till we actually have it completed. So I think it, it, it all, it, it takes different meaning to everybody. It all, it's all what you want to do and all what you, you, know, what you like. So. The one nice thing about coming to see us now is you get to see it in transition. You get to see what's underneath. You know, when you see a completed model railroad, you're not, if you're not familiar with the hobby, you really don't know what goes into it. But when you see a completed scene right up against an area that is completely devoid of anything, it gives you a sense of what's involved in putting all that together, the, the layering of, well, first, we generally in most places with the base scenery, we're doing a, a basically a crisscross pattern of, of basically cardboard strips, mm -hmm. and then that's overlaid with uh, plaster Paris cloth, and then a mixture of either plaster Paris or there's an uh, industry thing called hydrocal, yeah. different things, and rock molds and freehand rock molds, and this is how you put it all together. And it gives you the opportunity to see this, because once this is fairly complete, It'll just be a nice model railroad to come and visit, and you won't get the feel for how it's put together. The, the thing that strikes me about this this hobby of model railroading, and, and there are a lot of hobbies that require you to work with your hands and learn something about motors and electricity and whatever, but model airplanes, for instance, you don't build an airport generally for them to land at. You fly them you know, wherever you're going to fly them. Right. Model cars, for the most part, are stationary. Right. I mean, you might build a scene for them to be in. Or if you have uh, a remote control, remote you can control just use car, a parking you can, lot somewhere. You yeah, can right. drive on, a, on, the, on, the, on the outdoors. Nature is your, is your scenery that your yes. remote control right. car right, drives yep. in. Model railroading, you've got both of those. You have the static stuff, which like a diorama you right. have, but you also have to have stuff that's moving through it. Right. So it's, it's a little, it's a little complicated. the trains move, but some of the tracks move as well. In yeah. order to divert the direction of the train onto a branch line or into a siding, you've got to have that switch track. We're talking with Dean Liberty. He's the president of the McKeesport Model Railroad Club and George Sharp, who is the webmaster about the McKeesport Model Railroad Club. Their holiday train show is ongoing right now, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Uh, Santa Claus will be here December 20th and December 21st from uh, 5 okay, until yeah. 8. They are located at 2209 Walnut Street in Christie Park section of McKeesport. For more information, McKeesport Model Railroad Club on Facebook 
or visit them at mckeesportmodelrr.com. We're going to take one more quick 30-second break, and then we're going to ask uh, the, the burning question for everybody, which is, why won't my train run? You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO and TubeCityOnline.com. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com talking with George Sharp and Dean Liberty from the McKeesport Model Railroad Club. Their holiday train show is underway uh, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays until December 21st, and then Fridays and Saturdays until January 3rd. Santa Claus will be here from 5 to 8 on December 20th and December 21st, and then he goes back to... The North Pole, presumably, but not by train. No, no. By sleigh. Right. Uh, for more information, McKeesportmodelRR.com or find them on Facebook. Uh, they are at 2209 Walnut Street in the Christie Park section of McKeesport. So the tw- uh, $64 question is, how come people get their trains there? They, they had their train under the Christmas tree every year, and they get the train out this year, and then it won't run. George. Either it falls off the track, or it won't run, or, ah, okay, George. Uh. Well, well it, there could be a, a multitude of reasons for that, but, uh, you know, it all depends, A, how, how old is the equipment that you're using? Um, all the older equipment uses a, uh, what they call a power pack, or, um, you know, a transformer. Thing you plug into the wall, and then it connects up to the, maybe it clips to the tracks or something. Exactly, okay. exactly, and there could be a, a fault there, or a fault within the engine, which could be electrically related. Um, some of the newer stuff now is all electronic as far as they have, you know, computer chips and so forth in them. Yeah, I'm going to come back to that because uh, you you, uh, you were mentioning off the air that uh, a lot of the locomotives down here now um, are, are equipped with what's called digital command control. DCC was the term you used. And it's a computer chip in the locomotive that tells the locomotive what to do. Right, correct. Um, but that's probably most people who have their train at home. Yeah, most people right now. The older fashion, the older exactly. type train. When you're putting it underneath the tree, it's the older fashion. Usually it's the O gauge that we talked about yeah, earlier. The it's yeah, the with, with the three rails. Uh-huh. Which, which, uh, you know, so the rails get rusty? Yeah, get the dirty? rails definitely depends on how you store it, how you keep it through the year. A lot of people, they only put these things up underneath the Christmas tree during one time of the year, maybe for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, track can get rusty. Um, you have bad rail drawners, which are the, which joins the track together um and some folks also are underneath the impression we can run this train on the carpet and eh, that's not such a good idea because they, of the, the ups and downs and the dirt from the carpet yeah, yeah it's it Fuzz. doesn't how much does this all cost because I, i'm sure that's the one question that a lot of visitors have is geez this must be expensive it's not inexpensive there's no doubt okay. about it. although uh, an environment like ours is the ideal situation a for club them. because you share the resources though. right exactly you have access to this 2,000 square foot layout and it can be you can join here for as little as ten dollars a month. But I would think that it's the same kind of thing as um, golf or softball or anything else. Like suppose if you want the top of the line, uh, best equipment you can buy, you can spend at this level. And if you want to, yeah, it's my, it's you want to buy second hand, right. you can start at you this level. You can still buy a fairly decent diesel locomotive for under fifty dollars. It won't be the world's greatest in detail or the way it runs. It, you know, it's kind of requires a little more maintenance, but most of your good equipment is a couple hundred dollars and up just for a locomotive, yeah, sure. But but that would be the same as if you, I guess, were a musician. You played on an electric guitar. You could buy a very expensive 
You can, exactly. you can, you can buy you the Fender Stratocaster, or you can buy something a little bit cheaper. Right. It's what you want to get out of the hobby. What do you want from it? And that, that determines what you would put into it. Most of us here put enough into it. You know, We're dedicated to what we do. Uh, we're talking with uh, Dean Liberty and George Sharp from McKeesport Model Railroad Club, 2209 Walnut Street. They have a website at McKeesportModelRR.com. Uh, you can also call them if you'd like to get a recorded announcement uh, of when the club is open uh, during this holiday season, 412-664-LOCO. That's L-O-C-O-5626 is the telephone number. We have a couple of more minutes here. Talk me through sort of what you're building a model of. If people uh, have gone to, I still call it the Buell Planetarium. It's not the Buell Planetarium. It's Carnegie, Carnegie Science, Science Center. Yes. If they've gone to the Carnegie Science Center and seen that railroad, it's a little bit more of a uh, animated type that's display. Right. Yeah, you won't see any of that here. The only thing that we have that's animated are the trains themselves. Oh, the trains themselves, themselves yes. move around. Right. Um, but they have representations of famous buildings, for instance, sure. in, in the Pittsburgh area. And this club has some representations of some some buildings from the McKeesport area. Right, yes, exactly. Y- your, your, your sort of mythology, I don't know if that's the right word or not, is that this is a railroad that goes from where to where. Well, it's, it's a fictional railroad, but it goes from where to where? It goes from Chesapeake Bay to Lake Erie, and okay. we, we model what we call the Steel Valley Division, which is loosely Pittsburgh to Cumberland, Maryland, more or less, the so, center part of that. So, so, so it would be this Monyoc Valley Right, area. yeah, exactly. It travels the Mon Valley for a period and the Yawk Valley for a period. What are the types of, of uh, uh, businesses, railroad-related businesses, for instance, that you're representing? The same as you would see in the real world, especially mid-20th century, which so is 50s, really what 60s. we're modeling. Yeah, uh, coal mines galore and... Um, uh, Cement plant, uh, steel oil, mill, oil tank farms, steel mills, uh, local industries. Uh, a lot of people think in terms of nostalgia uh, when they think of trains or they think of model railroads, but uh, it occurs to me that um, we have a very busy railroad tracks just around here in the McKeesport area with the CSX line that goes through right. McKeesport with mm-hmm. Norfolk Southern across the river, Absolutely. the Union Railroad, which uh, connects the different steel mills together and runs up through right. uh, West Mifflin and Clarence. Nothing will ever beat rail transportation when it comes to movement of bulk material. So coal, right. steel, yes, uh, exactly. uh, even those big containers even, that even, bring all your toys and yeah. electronics in. Even, even large shipments of grain. I mean, if you have hundreds and hundreds of tons of grain to be shipped, yeah. you can literally haul over 10,000 tons of grain with one power source, one diesel locomotive. Whereas to do that with trucks. with trucks would require several dozen trucks. So it's it's efficient in its own right, depending on what you're hauling. So this railroad down here kind of tells a little story about that. Yeah, we, we, we model that. That's what a model railroad is supposed to be, modeling what railroads do. And when, With the final uh, minute or two that we have left, what does it take to become a member of, of a club like this? Tell them what happened to you. Tim. Well, for, what happened to me is I made a visit. Um, uh, I have three children, and... Uh, my two of my, my my girls at the time were uh, were nine and two, and they hadn't got to see Santa Claus yet. Well, I read in the paper, hey, McKeesport Mall Road, they had a new Santa Claus down there, so I figured I'll take a visit. And you I've, live in the area? I've, I had been there. Yeah. I live in the North Huntington area, yeah. um, and I had been here in the past. And I figured, oh, great, I'll go down there and, and you know allow the girls to see Santa Claus. So we come down. And my nine-year-old, yeah, she's seen Santa Claus, but when she's seen this, this, the, the train layout, her eyes just lit up. And, you know, and I'm me being in Mall Roading, that was great. 
Um, so we, we both seen we all seen Santa Claus, and we kind of took a walk through the um, the layout. The girls were having a good time, and I come out here and I, and I shook hands with Dean. The rest is history. We, we, you know, Dean and I hit it off real well. I got an application, brought the application down, and, and the next uh, business meeting, then you know, they, they have to take a look at the application, see if you're reviewed, and make make sure you're you know club material. And then I uh, was voted in, and, and again, do yeah. people have different skill levels? Because that's probably another question visitors want to know: is right. do, do I have to know how to do all this? You don't have to know yeah. to do anything, but you 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 should have the ambition to want to learn these things so that we can share this knowledge with you. We all have our specialties. My specialty is uh, kit construction and scenery uh, building, whereas George is electrical, and you have others that are track work, and so on and so on. There are several of us here that have a specialty within the hobby. We can handle any aspect of it, but we prefer that you, you delegate those things and, and move it forward as best you can with the best available people for the job. And then you, each of us learns from the other. Like, I'm not so savvy with the electrical end, and I'll learn from George. He's just learning about scenery, and he learns from me, and we, we are able to teach each other something that way. We are about out of time. I'd like to thank our guests this week. have been George Sharp, Jr. He's the webmaster for the McKeesport Model Railroad Club, and Dean Liberty, who is the president. Their holiday train show is ongoing right now, Fridays, Saturdays, and th- Sundays through December 21st, and then Fridays and Saturdays only uh, for December 26th, 27th, January 2nd, and January 3rd. Uh, Santa Claus will be here on the 20th and 21st from 5 until 8 o'clock. For more information, McKeesportModelRR.com, or you can find them on Facebook uh, at McKeesport Model Railroad Club, and they are at 2209 Walnut Street in Christie Park. Gentlemen, thank you both very much. Thank you. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright 2014, Tube City Community Media Incorporated, and produced in cooperation with Radio 81, WEDO. If you'd like to subscribe to the program, you can find us on Apple's iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Opinions expressed during Two Rivers 30 Minutes are those of the participants and are not those of Tube City Community Media or WEDO Radio, 810 Incorporated. Questions or comments, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can call us at area code 412-614-9659 or email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. 